want a tasty treat. Simply a tasty treat. No dry food anymore. When I look up and open wide my big eyes, I just want. They're better in the fridge. Deb seems to think they're well, better yeah. room temperature. No, She's no, of course no. wrong. She is, of course, wrong because ding-dongs are better when they come right out of the fridge. Oh, <laughs> my ding dong comes in the fridge. That's oh, how I get frosting oh, on my cake. Oh. Welcome, folks, to the Couch Cast number yeah. 64. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. And 80s Jeff. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. And Ding Dongs. And Ding Dongs, apparently. Ding Dongs. Best Ding Dong, man. Ding Dong. Ding Dong. Yo. <laughs> God, nice. We're going to ding, uh, ding, no ding Dong. Anything new happened to you guys this week that's geekalicious, geekified, geek tasty, geektastic? I had a ding dong out of the fridge. That's very geekish. Good. It was gooder than it being not out of the fridge. No, honestly, I did not have a very a very geeky week. No, no, I worked a lot of the week, and that's not really geeky. I just uh, been playing a lot of video games. Good for you. It's about time. There's a time where you were yeah, not, I had not a doing real any. drought, and now that I'm totally unemployed, I'm really getting into it. Oh, okay. I hear something. Totally unemployed, but um, unemployed a lot. Has anyone played Fable Two? Yeah. Do you remember the ending of this game? I'm not spoiling anything for anyone because it's been out for a while. Well, no, because I didn't go that far because I've been playing all the side stuffs before I went to the ending. You've had this game before I did. I and have. This was in I have, January. I have games to review for the show. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. But there's they're games I have to play oh. to get through. Well, never mind. I can't say no. what I'm going to say. No, now. you can't. No, I can't. Ha ha! Damn it! Ha ha! So there, if out there, you were hoping for his his big time Fable Two news. It's not big time Fable Two news. It was kind of a rant, but uh, we're going to let it go. It's a rant. Okay. In any case, yeah. Fable Two is a good game. You should go play it. It's true. Yes, I enjoyed um, it. What a play to it. watch too. There's lots of. Yeah, property it's, being purchased. It's watchable. <laughs> I like rent, the property purchase. Rent being lowered. Hey, man, I do the same thing when I play People Facebook. telling you Love how them. cool you are every time you walk up to them. Here's what I do. I try to get a wife and a kid in every city. <laughs> That's right. You should be a Mormon, Barry. I just want to be a landlord in that game. That's all I want to do is buy and sell property. Literally. Well, okay. buy it, really. This, this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is what Torgo does. Does he force him with the whores in Bloodstone? Because I didn't. No. He, he runs, <laughs> runs from city to city. Buying houses, that's what I do. Buying things and lowering the rent, and then talking to people and listening to how cool he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I haven't done yet. I have not played Corrupt yet. No. I want to go through it again and play Corrupt. But one of the best things to do, seriously, have a foursome okay. with a bunch of whores. All right. And then the owner of the house, you're just kind of commandeered, comes in, and, and the entire time you're having this foursome, they're all, Oh, that's not your bed. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> what are you doing in my bed? You've got to go. You don't stay. You're welcome, hero. What's, what's happening when they're all in the bed? Do you it's see it's all dark. You don't see anything. All you hear is, Oh, Oh, cast that spell on me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so lame, dude. Oh, so, man. So what we're saying here is that we all use Fable 2 to bolster our self-esteem. Is that uh... Barry used the, the Fable 2 cheat, where you advance the internal clock on the 360. <laughs> I did. You advance the internal <laughs> clock on the 360 by about 80 years, and everything grows in aggregate 
value-wise yeah, as though you have been playing the game for 80 years. So you turn the system back on. 80 years worth of rent. You have 80 years worth of rent. So he basically bought the fiefdom right there and then. <laughs> <laughs> I did that back in January. That's this time I played it real. I played it for real this time, and it was much more rewarding, let me tell you. I oh, forgot real. about that. I probably got a lot of money waiting for me when oh I get back God. on After there. After this podcast, pop that thing in. See how much money you got. <laughs> sure. Just for shits and giggles. Oh, that's funny. Right, how about you, Jeff? Anything nerdy for you? Not a thing. No? No. Call yourself a nerd. Uh, Dude, I, I, I work. He's a busy I have, guy. I have one day, really, that I can count as a day off. Yep. And uh, I make plans on that day off, and plans fall through. All right, and well, I'll tell uh, you what. I have homework for you and oh, all of you Lord. and everyone listening. No, homework. Yay. Yes. Everyone, this week, do something geeky. Seriously. <laughs> really? You, you got Every week, you have to consciously do something completely geeky. And Dude. it's its own reward. What? I do things what? geeky when I slip and fall. <laughs> and I, 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 do, I do geeky things without thinking about it. So what'd you do? I have to censor myself sometimes in public because... You can tell right away that certain people aren't going to be into the conversation that you're trying to have with them. So, you know, you realize it's a lost cause. And you, you see, just, I don't have you, that you move on. I just turn it right off. I just, just, the filter broke off for me, and so now I'm completely in geek mode all the time. But I mean consciously do something geeky this oh, week okay. no, to I further did, the I did cause. do something geeky. I had, oh, to expl- I had to explain why the, 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 the uh, uh, whales were in Star Trek Four. Oh, really? Except that the person that was asking about it kept calling them dolphins. So <laughs> I had to keep reminding her that they were humpback whales. Lost cause. But uh, oh, <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting. It was like, is, was this just a thing with the 80s? I mean, you know, it's, it it's a little was. weird. I said, well, it, it's a snapshot of the 80s, and it's sociopolitical commentary. And, you know, I, I went on about that. And, you just got to show her uh, the damn movie. She's seen the movie. She watched the movie, and then she called she me to ask remember. me about it. So, Why yeah. did I just see things on television? <laughs> I don't understand what I'm looking at. What happens they, when they, things They weren't do stupid stuff. questions. They were just questions that needed to be elaborated on. Well, I want to know what or everyone else is the doing answers needed to be this week that's geeky. So write us. Comments, comments. at com. I've been playing Coldcept. Have you? Yeah. Have you I'm finally gotten good, good at it? I'm pretty oh. good at it. Oh. I'm pretty good. Are you? Getting a right nasty deck. Okay. It's coming along. I'll be, I'll be testing that deck soon it's enough. It's coming along. Right. I still got more bitches to beat. All right. You Have just... you beaten the game all the way? No. I mean, I, I, I need more Aspokalones to do it. Aspokalone. How many levels? Oh, fuck that fucking card. <laughs> Every time I see that card come up. Although, uh, the other, other AI players don't use that card to its devious extent. No. No. They don't. <laughs> Only I use that card. But I, got, I got everything built up around my uh, my colloid now. So things okay, are, things are going. So when I good. see that colloid, I know it's time. <laughs> yeah, he's a dangerous motherfucker. Gosh, when you drop the colloids, we all run. Yep. You yeah. Drop any kind of. Anybody else got colloids? <laughs> use Pond's Medicaid cream. Yeah, I was gonna no. say you need to antibacterial stop cream. So much yeah. on your ass. Hanging like a bushel of grapes. Oh. <laughs> I think we should move on to the news. Yeah, well, quickly. Well, first, one, I did a little geeky stuff. I went back into uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Okay. Yeah, I was shocked. I came out. Of, what are you playing? Because I wanted to go into my pirate's den and make it all look nice and piratey. So I took all my gems and splattered them around, uh, you know, by my desks and so on. And, and essentially just kind of rearranged the furniture. 
So you that's you, pretty geeky. You did like loot scattering. Yeah, I took enough to make my place look more piratey. I go out to Was like feng shui. I go out to dungeons and like grab all the bones that I can for the entrance to Ooh, make it all creepy bo- to it scare stay? people away. It stays. It stays. Yeah, that's that's pretty every, cool. Wherever you put something, it will stay. It doesn't disappear. No, it does not. That's pretty neat. Like bodies. Yeah. So the problem with that game was essentially that you couldn't play online with other people. Yeah, pretty much it. But I have no problem well, with that because I don't play online with other people. He doesn't like to play online now. I think the I problem want... with that game is that Magic was completely underpowered. That's the way it's always been with Elder Scrolls games. But I think you're going to see that change. I honestly think that because uh, I know they're working on the next Elder Scrolls. And I have a feeling they're building off of the Fallout 3 engine. I'll tell you what else is underpowered. Ranged weapons. Because people will just rush you. Mm-mm. All the enemies will just rush you. No, man. That's how I do shit. Sneak in ranged weapons is that nasty, nasty in that game. Speaking of underpowered, did anybody catch the thing on Engadget about the new, uh, the new Xbox 360s? Apparently, like the the entire system is on a single chip, i.e., the graphics processor and and the CPU and everything, and it's it's intentionally throttled back. Oh, really? Because it the the processor is more powerful, but they intentionally throttle it back so that it doesn't uh, so that there's intentional lag so that it doesn't uh, it's not too fast for the older systems with the older CPUs. Really? Yeah, that's I, interesting. I caught that. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. That's so weird. theoretically, this system is way more powerful than the existing 360s that are out there. Huh? That so, is interesting. I, I found it very uh, very intriguing. I like this. This iteration on systems rather than a whole new console generation launch. And I hope this is a continuing trend. Well, they can't really do much more in the way of home consoles. I mean, it's already, you know, a pretty powerful system as is. The the main drawback with the 360 being that it still runs off of DVD-ROMs. You know, so your your storage medium is your only drawback. But processing power-wise and loading graphics... Yeah, loading time could be better on any game, but still... All they want is more memory so that they can just become download-only boxes, which is how they're going to make their money. And, and no, they're be, already working towards that. only boxes, which is what pisses me off. Yeah. They're, they're working towards that already. They're never going to own another game. Like on live? Yeah. Never gonna buying own and game. downloading the games day and date of launch. Instead of having to go to the store, you download it on your hard drive. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be nice. They're already doing of, that. Did you see that GameStop start, uh, started yeah. to do that? I saw GameStop. That you can now buy downloadable content at GameStop? Yep. Yeah, Amazon stopped. They started. Yep. Yep. All right. I don't like going into GameStop anymore. Oh, I've, I've not been to GameStop in, in like two years. It smells funny in my GameStop. It smells I don't funny know if it's the GameStop. people or what. It's the people. <laughs> Is it the people? Yeah, it's the people. <laughs> no, I take it back. I, I've been to a GameStop in two years. It's, I haven't bought anything from GameStop. It's because a lot in two of years. babies go into GameStop and babies pee and pee <laughs> goes on the floor. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's pee. It's nothing but baby pee. Ain't no really? one peeing on yeah. the floor in a GameStop. It's the people. All I can say is I've only been robbed at gunpoint in one place <laughs> in my life, and it was at a GameStop. <laughs> so I don't go to GameStop yep. that much either. There but I've forced myself to go back to break myself of the fear. All right. Fear of GameStop. And then you realize there was nothing for you? Let me tell you, that distinctive smell holds a whole other meaning after you've had a silver giant gun placed in your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Under that, you know, sense memory, scent is one of the strongest triggers. Yeah, that's true. Let me tell you. Oh, it's a nice autumn day. I think I'll walk into, oh, Jesus, my pants poop. (laughs) Did you poo poo yourself? I didn't poo myself. I held it together pretty well, actually. 
I held it together pretty well. Did you ever get like a free game or anything from them? Fuck for- no, <laughs> a what? free game. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, I got. You know you what got I got? This. I got an extra life. That's what I got. <laughs> I got a one up. They said, "Get the fuck just, out." No, I was just curious. Like, you know, holy shit, we're sorry you got robbed at gunpoint. Here, take this game home. They don't and give nothing. a rat really? So, so no. I forget how this story went down. You know what? Maybe for our listeners' sake, because they probably don't know. They probably don't know. Well, this was uh, way back when I was making money and buying games all the time. Around uh, 05, Whenever right? I wanted them. This 05, was, yeah, 06. probably 05 or 06. Uh, yeah, no, 04, I think, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, I um, went to a GameStop. It was right before closing, um, right around 8.30 or 8.40 or so. Guilty Gear X um, had come out for the original Xbox, and that's what I was going to buy. So I went there and I got it, bought the game, had the game in hand, had it purchased. It was heading out the door, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to browse around a little because that's what I like to do, browse around the GameStop. So I started browsing around for a moment, and uh, I heard the the front door rattle a bit, kind of abruptly, and uh, I was, oh, probably seven feet from the counter, and uh, I heard uh, there was a guy that went up to the counter, and I heard the distinct click of a gun being cocked back. And the gentleman uh, said, uh, you know, something to the effect of, "Just be cool, give me all your money, open a safe, open a register, da da da." And I kind of, and he was speaking in a kind of quiet voice, and I was like, "Oh boy!" So I heard that, mm-hmm. and I was like. Exit stage left, <laughs> and so I start to head out towards the door, and I take about five steps towards the door, and another guy is there near the door, and he pulls, draws down a gun on me, and is like, you know, just turn around, don't go nowhere, and I'm like, oh boy, and they're all wearing bandito masks, uh-huh. and uh, so I turn my back uh, to him, and I just start looking at racks of video games and i'm like this is how i'm gonna go <laughs> browsing for video games <laughs> what a fucking idiot uh, but no truer remnant of my real life no truer example of died as he lived uh so uh <laughs> you know what i'm saying so <laughs> sitting there and da 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 and the bitch of it was um the safe takes 20 minutes Oh, no. To time out and open. So, luckily, there was already another family already in there with a, la- a lady and some of her kids. Uh-huh. Frighteningly, another family came in during the robbery and were quickly shuttled down to the ground and, you know, put a, you know, set, met, met to, made to get down and, and everything. Because right. to all outside appearances, it was just a bunch of people browsing around in the store still. <laughs> They weren't moving much, but they were just standing browsing around in the store. Um, so the timer, it, it felt like forever. Sure. Forever. So did, the, did the cashier say, so can I help you guys find anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. Well, he... He really shouldn't have tried to sell him the the, uh, the guide. He tried to sell him the guidebook. I was like, I was like, no, no, oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> 
But uh, hey, you need, do you have an edge card? He's like, motherfucker, no. Uh, it was. He's uh, <laughs> like, you get twenty percent more on your robbery. Uh, but uh, no, these fucks. So uh, the timer finally went on the cash thing on the on the on the on the thing. And uh, they grabbed the money, and they, it was just a mess. There was money all over the ground. They grabbed the money, and uh, they start they start getting the money, and they're they're pulling all the money out of the safe and stuff. And then the really scary part they they heard all of us. There's probably twelve people uh, back to the very back room. Okay, oh, and they're gonna no. like either kill us or lock us up in the manager's office i don't know what maybe we went back and they 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 heard of this all back there into the back office and i I just i'm very thankful there were so many people i just don't think they had ammunition enough to kill everybody i don't know (laughs) like really like seriously i don't know so you were saved by sheer numbers saved by sheer numbers i guess i don't know um but they they you know they all went in there and they 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 ran out the door and uh it was such a blur like i saw one of them as i was getting herded away tear off and knock over a big you know Stand because there's all those standees everywhere. Right, knocked over a big standee, a bunch of cash on the ground, whatever. They ran out. Sloppy. It was it was awful. It, they weren't pros by any means, but uh, anyway. So we all get back there and we kind of hang in there for a minute and we're just like, "What the fuck do we do?" Um, and uh, so then we get out and they've gone and we're all just really really shaken up. It was another three hours after that with the police coming in and. Uh, Taking statements and everything, and trying to match faces to stuff, but it was all everybody was covered with bandi- band- bandanas, so I had nothing for them. So, but uh, did yeah, you at least get a discount on your games. No, man, no, I almost died for Guilty Gear too. Just had no, Guilty no, Gear X. no. You would have been fine just with the Gear to the Gear. It was staying afterwards. Yeah, it was browsing, not going, mm-hmm. not going in, getting out, and going home playing the game. It's true. Well, you know, maybe. Or maybe I would have accidentally caught the eye of one of the would-be assailants as they were heading in and been shot on sight. But then that would have foiled the robbery from the beginning. It's, man, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Boy. You never know. But That's anyway, true. so that was my harrowing GameStop experience. I do love that story, I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was frightening. I didn't go to work the next day. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he called me up. He was like, oh, my God, dude. I just got fucking robbed. And, and you on. know what? There's one question you haven't answered. It, How it was, was Guilty Gear X? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the Guilty Gear series. It was like right down the street from us, yeah. literally. Thankfully, and, uh, I didn't I didn't get robbed. Like, they didn't take any money or things from yeah, any other that's, people. That's good. Uh, that okay. was good. Well, that, there's that. But that's it was still thing. awful. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I got a hint. No, I really, my hat was off to those, those, those uh, GameStop employees. They, they, they handled themselves very well. Nice. That's you good know? to hear. And Amy, I mean, you know. They stuck to policy, tried right. to sell the guide, and uh, no. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. It was good. I mean, it was, it was as, as handled as well as could be. You get be. a complimentary subscription. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 there's no way to go up from down from there, because that's just such a fantastic story. I love that. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I'm sorry you had to experience it, but vicariously, it's great. I, uh, I you know, like I said... I live for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of shit, news you don't give a shit about. All right. What's the crap news this week? There we go. You know what? Just a few things, but uh, you know what? I'm going to do it in uh, ascending order of awesomeness, all right? Okay. All right. So, uh, Craig Smallwood 
is suing NCSoft of Korea. Oh, fuck this guy. For allegedly fuck giving him. him a severe addiction problem with their title lineage, too. Is this the guy that sues everybody? No. I think, no, this is a different guy. According to the suit, Smallwood alleges that he was, quote, unable Smallwood. to function in independently in usual daily activities such as getting up, getting dressed, bathing, wait, wait, wait. or communicating. Smallwood has a problem getting up? With <laughs> With family and friends. <laughs> Wang joke. The judge on the case, U.S. District Court Judge Alan Kay, allowed the case to progress because of what he says is, quote, a claim for both negligence and gross negligence. You know what? This is the guy I need to write. I need to write this guy and whoever's in charge of him. The fact that he's letting this happen, that judge needs to be disbarred. That's a pretty bad move on his part, I have to say. The specifics include Smallwood's massive amount of playtime, 20,000-plus hours across three accounts from 2004 to 2009, and the charges that developer NCSoft quoted acted negligently in failing to warn or instruct or adequately warn or instruct plaintiff and other players of Lineage 2 of its dangerous and defective characteristics and of the safe and proper method of using the game, unquote. What? (laughs) Okay, hold on. 20,000 hours over five years? Yeah, roughly. Okay, so what's that come out to be? 5,000 hours a year. Uh Uh-oh. Figure 365 days a year. So he's playing about 13 and a half hours a day. Jesus. Wow. Now, remember, that's over a few different accounts, so he may have had two computers. I'm going to sue Serta Perfect Sleeper (laughs) for making it almost impossible for me to get up in the morning <laughs> because of the delicious comfort that they provide with their sort of perfect mattress. Well, topper. then you also ought to sue Hostess and Little Debbie. Hostess and Little Debbie, I've been I've been away from for a long time. If I was to sue anyone right now for the old gut buster, it would be Tony's Pizza mm. and. Soda. I just gotta stop <laughs> drinking soda. That's the th- that is the devil's water. Hey, that, is. that last direction on the pizza says enjoy. He can sue his wife. Well, for all those it's nights not, he spent sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> the thing is, Tony's pizzas aren't pizzas for one. But I consume them as such. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a party party pizza. <laughs> But it's the saddest goddamn party anyone's <laughs> ever been to. You're, see, Paul, your problem is not that you consume the entire Tony's pizza by yourself. It's that you consume two or three of them. Oh, no. No, I don't go that crazy. It's one Tony's pizza, but it, then it's Dude, a soda. Dude, when you used to have your old cream. apartment, you baked like two of those, and con- and, and literally within a 10-minute span, when I was twenty, I both of when them. When I was in my early 20s, I ate like an insane person. <laughs> now, it, I did. You were there to see it. I did. That, I took many a meal with you, sir. Agnello's got the best one. You, you ever heard that one? Which no. one? Oh, Jesus. We went to Wendy's. And I <laughs> okay, this story doesn't end well. I had a bacon bacon mushroom burger. Okay, bacon mushroom Swiss burger, and it was kind of not good. And Todd's just sitting there across the across the way from me, just watching, and he tells it so well. And I'm just like, home, oh, oh, this is really not very good. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I was thinking this would be something a little bit. Oh, it's just home. Oh, no. I don't 
I don't know what the, it's, there's some taste in there that's not quite, oh, no. So I'm complaining about the not appetizing flavor of this giant fucking two-patty burger while I'm slowly cramming it down my throat. And Agnello's just mind-boggled. He's just like, you eat like a 15-year-old, you maniac. No, I, I was just, with the pizzas, I vividly remember your, your old, your old single-bedroom apartment. Oh yeah, and you were baking pizzas for all of us one day, and you said, "and he's like, anybody else want pizza?" And I think Skills and I said yes, and you said, "How many guys want each? One or two? I'm gonna <laughs> have two. How many pizzas can you have?" For <laughs> oh, Paul sake. goes, "I'm having two. How many you guys want? Oh, I'll, just one's fine. <laughs> wow. wow, I will have the plain cheese." I, yeah. I miss eat, being able to eat like that. I, I do. Agree. Yeah, I can't. Week, yeah, you have I to gotta be able stop. to eat like I that. I gotta stop. I, yeah. I, I'm pushing myself too hard now. My sister I used just to eat won't four take by fours in and out. I used to have the the triple the Wendy's double stack tripled up. Man, what? I would eat some shit. Now I'll just have a salad, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you got a girlfriend at home. Yeah, well, I had three chili dogs and cheese the other day for dinner, so I don't. A wanna salad with it. a hot dog on it is still a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting fat, Barry? Aww. No. <laughs> Ooh, she makes me walk. Ugh. It's like torture. She's trying to make me be healthy and shit. I can't stand it. God. News you don't give a shit about. Yes. Warner Brothers, the media behemoth that owns the rights to the Harry Potter movie franchise, yeah, you're right. is reportedly in the midst of fighting a legal battle against a Swiss company for copyright infringement. Uh, what did these neutral, chocolate-loving, particle-accelerating people do to earn their ire? Well... They simply created a line of condoms which prominently feature the cartoon likeness of Harry Potter. What? What are they called? Uh, not much is known about the product, but the name Harry Popper is clearly <laughs> emblazoned across the package. Uh, judging by the drawing, the prominent features includes a textured dot pattern condom, as well as an oversized reservoir tip large enough for the whole family you won't be having if the product works as advertising. <laughs> and all the uh, non-prophylactic attributes are a dead ringer for Harry Potter. Uh, generic round glasses, a one missing arm, inexplicable look of hunger. This thing doesn't look like Harry Potter at all, really. It just has Harry Popper on it, and it has glasses, so they're going cast, after it. Can you put it on the yeah. wang and cast spells? I think, I think it is holding Ejaculus a wand. Maximus! Ejaculus Maximus! Ooh, I put, a, I put a phoenix feather up in it. He's not Spider Pig anymore. He's Harry Plopper. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I gotta get one of these things. Harry Popper. Oh, boy. Boo. And the Ejaculous. final news you don't give shit about. Doggy Poo Story what? is a 2003 claymation movie based on a children's literature award-winning book by Korean author Jung Sang-kwon. A poster spotted in Seoul's Maybang station advertises the musical based on the series with the tagline, Nothing God Made is Useless. While the title might seem to be one massive poop joke, it's actually rather existential story about one piece of dog excrement's quest to find its higher purpose. What the fuck? Uh, FPS Magazine summarizes the the story. Uh, Doggy Poo is the story of the lowest of God's creations, who is mocked by nearly everyone. Other characters include a curious songbird, a high-handed hen, a philosophical leaf, and a disdainful dirt clod. <laughs> the titular character, symbol- symbolically stranded on an isolated dirt road, wonders what his destination might be on the road of life. How could a doggy poo have any reason to exist? Doggy poo 
finds an answer <laughs> as this short feature gently affirms the cycle of life. What happens? Does he get stepped in? I don't know. Man, he must get maybe travels in. the world. That this way. happens get to stuck me. stuck in a wagon wheel? This happens to me all glow. the time. Every time I'm walking down a dirt road and I see a dog poo in the, in the, in the ground, I say, ha ha, I'm going to mock you for you are just a simple piece of poo. But then I think, damn, those Koreans are weird. You know, MTV already bought the U.S. rights to this. Yeah? Yeah, they're rebilling it as Snooki's autobiography. Oh, oh. no, that, that has less relevance. Uh, <laughs> I and tried. that's that's all the the shit news this week. So, <laughs> shit you don't give a news about, like Jersey Shore, like when Paul has to follow the dogs around with the little plastic bag. <sighs> Your life sucks. What do you want, buddy? You know, what? <laughs> I, had, I had to do that recently, so I, I sympathize for you. Feeling man, every day. Boo. The worst They're sweet part dogs. is like having to pull the, the the grass up around it. They're sweet dogs. Plastic glove. Yeah, you do what you got to do for love. All right. Speaking of love, let's go on to Weekend Geek. Yes. Writer producer Brandon Braga is one of the more controversial figures in Star Trek. You could yeah. say that again. <laughs> a bit. In a Lord. recent interview with SFX Magazine, the former Star Trek Enterprise and Voyager showrunner shared his belief that Seven of Nine should have been killed off. Oh, boy. Can somebody say sour grapes much? <laughs> That's his ex-lover. Right. What yeah. are you doing talking shit like that? Uh, clearly, Seven of Nine should have died. She wasn't integral to the plot lines. She was integral to my bone line. <laughs> Ding dong. Braga bagged it. Quoting Braga. It was my feeling that Seven of Nine should have died. If you watch the episode Human Error... It was not only a heartbreaking episode in, the, in uh, that Seven of Nine learns as she begins to explore her human emotions that she can't experience them. There's a Borg chip inside her that will kill her if she tries to do so. First of all, that's kind of an interesting rape victim analogy or whatever you want to call it about a damaged woman who can't get past what happens to her. But I also right. always saw it as a crucial episode that would set up the finale. This what a was, monster he is. This was a woman who knew she was neither here nor there. She couldn't go back to the Borg, nor would she want to, but she could never fully be human, so she was doomed. And I wanted to have her sacrifice herself to get her shipmates home. If Honestly, he, it would have been a better finale. It would have, but if he had not had a relationship with her, then those words would be understandable. Yeah. But the fact that he was boning her during the entire filming process <laughs> makes that sentiment gross balls <laughs> but he's he's got a point yeah because jerry ryan went on to be essentially a rape victim with that senator husband of hers dragging <laughs> her over to the green door so seriously true. it's, so it's true. true i know it's true oh, I, i've dated a couple of actresses in my day i know i know the type you know and the, you know it's this but but braga is the kind of skanky scumboy that takes advantage of such ladies because he has, he pulls the strings. Pulled the yes, strings. Dance puppets. Pulled Dance. the strings. That show, my God. If, if they did plot lines like that all the time, <laughs> then the show would have been good. But um, it, it, he likes he fixed the ship with cheese. They had the, they had the possibility, they had the potential of making that show as good as Battlestar Galactica because they had similar, similar plot lines and they had enough sure. regular cast to do stuff and they had a, they had a reason for them all to always be on the ship. It could have been as good as Battlestar, but it was as the opposite 
It was, a, it was a perfect admit, storm of shit. There were a few shit. good episodes. Yeah. A few. There. It was a perfect storm of shit, uh, though. You have shitty writing. That was the most techno babble heavy bullshit ever aired. Mm. True. I watched it the other night just for a few minutes, and I was like, you guys have just turned me, a diehard Trek fanatic, off in five words. Someone <laughs> who does, you know, is like, it's a gamma class alpha quion quadrant type cluster like that's you just pulling shit out of your ass <laughs> it has no scientific relevance there was a time when trek babble was all about theoretical physics but make it up on uh, we all know that the quimdar people are allergic to phase on three oh we better evacuate the ship's minor clan trail because it has a slight casing of clendar three Oh, can we get back to warp eight if we do evacuate the Clendrail? What about supplementing Zim four instead? <laughs> yeah, well, you could, but you might have a cadmium reaction. About? Oh no! You know, it's like fuck off. You're talking bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, bullshit. When you're talking about space and time being bent and reality being warped and people's emotions being involved, I'm on board. But when you're just babbling bullshit, so all nerds doing, know. I know nerds know, and they're and they're just babbling. Bullshit. Not only are they just babbling bullshit, but they're babbling it poorly. These performers, poorly. these performers never hit their stride. None of those characters had any chemistry with each other. Tuvok, all asshats. All of them asshats. In it for in it to win it for their own ends. Nobody cared about anybody on that show. Cass got the fuck out while she had a chance, and, <laughs> and now she's a blimp. Man, whatever, whatever. <laughs> she's a blimp. Who cares? She had she what had a good she? run. F that show. The writers. Wrote poorly. The even, actors performed even it poorly. Robert Beltran was like, "I'm done with this shit." Well, in the last season, it gets to a point where you know you can't write for a character that gives no life on screen. Give me a break, Belana Torres. Blow me. Oh, I know, <laughs> Belana Baloney, Baloney Torres, and Tom Paris. Oy. Get out of town. Garrett Wong is the only cool person on that show. He's cool. He is cool. I like Garrett Wong, but. The rest of them can eat a bag of space dicks. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think about Voyager? Write to us comments at onlycowshow.com. <laughs> Worst Star Trek <laughs> ever. <laughs> and I say that with full knowledge with, of Enterprise. With full knowledge of Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Paul. We all know you used to walk around with that Enterprise hat on for days. I like me some NX-01. I had to watch that shit. It was my fucking job to know that shit. Ditto. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, that true. was my fucking job. My job was to know Star Trek. This was Star Trek. I had to know it. Yeah, I liked it. And you know what? Trip, fantastic character. Yeah. Relationship between him and Malcolm, cool beans. Even Paul had some moments. But that show got effed in the A. DePaul with that Sulaban like shit, Vulcan. it was Braga and Brennan. Uh, Brennan Braga and, uh, and uh, Berman. Berman fucking it up, not respecting the 40 years of Star Trek history and deciding they can come up with better villains than 40 years of history. When they, when they <laughs> well, finally they tried started to introduce revisiting, the old villains. They, they tried to introduce, uh, what is it, uh, Borg, and they, they tried to introduce well, Ferengi. Well, Borg you didn't even need, because that was never in the original series. I know. Ferengi you didn't need. Uh, they, they they did the, what was the... the, the Andorians. And Andorians. The, the Andorians were the best thing. Yeah. The, uh, well, the, the Tellarites and the, the Tholians. Jer- uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. They Sorry. showed you the Tholian, you know? Yeah, he was awesome. What was his character's name? Shit. Thran? Shit, yeah. Thran? No. Wasn't it Thran? 
The Andorian? Whatever, he's the Andorian guy. Thran, and then you had, of course, uh, Susie Plaxon. Susie Plaxon. Hey, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Susie Plaxon. Turn on the Claxon. <laughs> Red <laughs> alert. Now you're just Thick making up the dirt. fucking talking. <laughs> now you're techno babbling. <laughs> so, yeah, but Enterprise sucked ass too. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. There were like four great episodes. According to a hard-hitting report from the Philadelphia City Paper, bloggers throughout the city are receiving letters demanding $300 business privilege license fees. Huh? Uh, uh, regarding one blogger named Marilyn Bess, who occasionally writes articles for eHow.com, in May, the city sent Bess a letter demanding that she pay $300, the price of a business privilege license. Quote, the real kick in the pants is I don't even have a full-time job, so the city to tell me to pony up $300 for a business privilege license, pay wage tax, business privilege tax, net profit tax on a handful of money is outrageous, Beth says. Even though small-time bloggers aren't exactly raking in the dough, the city requires privilege business license for any business engaged in any activity for profit, says tax attorney Michael Mandate of the city center law firm Mandale Kaufman. This applies, quote, whether or not they earned a profit during the preceding year, he adds. The city also offers a somewhat less onerous uh, yearly license for $50 a year, but even that seems unfair applied to every small blog with display ads or even empty space for display ads since the city thinks that counts as, quote, potential for a blog to be lucrative, unquote. These fucks are going to drive every artist and writer deeper into the gray market they're not. They're not they're doing business in the city. It's nope. online. Nope. They're so not, they're not using city stuff. They're paying for those services of electricity and internet connection. We blog. F we, that. I blog all the time. Even if you make five dollars, three hundred dollar fee. F that. Fuck them. That's terrible. Move. That's yeah, move. As, that's <laughs> as bad as that. Uh, that stupid proposed internet sales tax. Never gonna happen. About you know. Better not. Never gonna happen. I know it's never gonna happen, but it's just, just the proposal is stupid. Like, oh well, you know, it doesn't. It might happen. There's no it's store. Just, it exists in cyberspace. So fools let's tax trying it. to find a way to tax <clears throat> anything they can. Yep. To work out the ridiculous brain-switching plotline of Futurama's The Prisoner of yes. Benda episode, writer Ken Keeler, who also just happens to have a PhD in mathematics ended up writing and proving an entirely new theorem. In the episode, the professor and Amy use a new invention to switch bodies. Unfortunately, they discover that the same two brains can't switch twice and have to come up with some equation to prove that with enough people switching, eventually everyone will end up in their rightful form. Of course, Keeler decided to go the hard route and came up with a suitable equation himself. It was first teased in an interview that head writer and executive producer David X. Cohen gave to the American Physical Society. Quote, in an APS News exclusive, Cohen reveals for the first time that in the 10th episode of the upcoming season, tentatively titled The Prisoner of Benda, a theorem based on group theory was specifically written and proven by Stafford Ph.D. mathematic uh, Ken Keeler. Cohen can't help but chuckle at the irony. His television writing rule is that entertainment trumps science, but in this special case, a mathematical theorem was penned for the sake of entertainment. Science should. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you make a sci-fi show appealing on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. You don't go, uh, the Quasar Three might leak into the Blebdar jelly. <laughs> we better make sure that the Hemnerian delegate doesn't share a cabin with the Klebdar. Oh, 
he might spontaneously conflored. Job! I hate when I spontaneously conflored. Ho, ho! Hall of Jebnar will be up in arms! Moo! That sounds so Futurama, though. Put him right in now. a Ryo shielded crab nag! Right <laughs> Futurama now! Futurama isn't for serious. <laughs> no, of course it's not. That's. That's awesome. It's not for realsies. It's not for reals. That shit didn't happen. But that is awesome. I love but those characters. Trump's those characters are, are great. Those characters are more emotionally engaging and and oh, thoroughly fleshed out than any in Voyager. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll I'll give them one character. Snarf. Tuvix. Tuvix. Wow. Really? <laughs> I always thought they missed an opportunity to have Tuvix uh, do a tie-in promotion with Twix. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Tuvix Twix? Need a moment? <clears throat> Chew it over with Twix. Like Tuvix. It's cookies and it's a candy bar. It's two things in one. I'm kind of a weird cat Chinese black dude now. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Stop with the hate. Hey, Barry. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what you got? Well, have you thought that uh, traffic congestion you caught in England was bad? Okay. Uh, be grateful you weren't traveling along the Chinese-Beijing-Tibet uh, Expressway. Heard about this. Thousands of trucks have been stuck there for nine days. Nine days of traffic! Paul, you'd have pissed yourself five times, six times. I almost shit myself coming home today. I was up all morning. I was up all morning, all day. I was up all night, went to rehearsal, and I had a big rock star. Oh, man. The so thunder horses came thing? tromping down the GI. I barely made it back home. I never ever want to hear you talk about horses in your GI again. I'm telling you, man. Did you just say the, the thunder horses? The thunder horses, the thoroughbreds of turd came strumming down. Oh, It was everything I could do to hold them at the gate. <laughs> Everything I could do. Oh my death, god! I don't death hear. clock was in your stomach, man. I'm telling you, murder face, murder face <laughs> was screaming. Yeah, he? he was. Whoo, god, it was bad. Tell me about this traffic jam. Oh. Yeah, hundred kilometer long jam is not Boy. expected to dissipate until September 13th. What? When the government <laughs> finishes up construction on a key expressway? Did they shut the whole thing down? It's uh, and it's not shut down. It's just. Uh, one the expressway 110 caused by maintenance uh, construction since August 19th is the major cause of the congestion. Yeah. It just uh, all these lanes went down to apparently one, and that now, was I enough know what to that's do it. Like it's terrible when everything goes down to one lane, but oh my god! <laughs> but that's but see, you know what? Okay, when is this getting done? September, uh, 13th. September 13th. How far away is that? Uh, it's uh, less than a, a little less than a month. Less than a month. There are roads out here in Vegas that have been under construction for 18 years. 18 years there have been traffic cones and shit. And yeah, you can drive on them and you can get along, doodly-doo. And you're not waiting in traffic for nine days. But I, I posit that it might be better to completely cut off certain stretches of highway for 10 or 15 days and get some shit done. That would be a good idea, but why didn't they do that here? I don't because there's more details. We don't do We're that not here. hearing about it no, yet. I'll tell you why. Because in China, no one has any rights to anything. <laughs> here we have all these people that oh, you can't cut off my my Starbucks route, and that's where I go to Kmart. And also, I have a business over here, and also a residence. Blee, 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 blee. In China, they're like. Okay, here what's happening. <laughs> Every road closed for five days. You have to eat 
Go eat the grass. Everybody, <laughs> sit in your car and shut your mouth. If you pee or poop on the road, they're going to be attacked on that. We coming around, check with a flashlight. So don't do it. I'm going to have to ask Rob about this because he's in China. I right guarantee now. you, it's a not dissimilar story from the one I just told that would come forth. I'll ask him about it. You better hold it. Michael Abbott, professor at Wabash College in Indiana, has convinced his colleagues to include Portal on the syllabus for a course on, quote, what it means to be human and how we understand ourselves, our relationships, and our world, unquote, that every freshman is required to take. Sweet. What? Justify that. That's good. Abbott says he came around proposing Portal for the course after reading a Gama Sutra article about the game and its relationship to Irving Goffman's presentation of self and everyday life. Uh, who am I is the focus of Goffman's study. He contends that we strive to control how we're perceived by others, and he uses the metaphor of an actor performing on a stage to illustrate his ideas. Uh, Johnson describes it this way. We're acting out a role that qu- requires constant management of the interaction. The front stage is the grounds of the performance. The backstage is the place we rarely ever want to reveal to others. It contains the truth of our obstruction, and to reveal it would be to defraud our identity in front of the audience. It simply spoils the illusion of where we're placing ourselves in the interaction. The tension between the backstage machination and the onstage performance is precisely what Portal depicts so perfectly, and no small detail so interactively. Goffman would have found a perfect test subject in GLaDOS, Bingo. Assign students Goffman's presentation of self and follow it up with a collective playthrough of Portal. I think it's a way to justify playing Portal in class. But what the hell, why not? And Wabash is an all-male college, by the way. Oh, well, they got nothing better to do then. Yeah. They had me watch an episode of Seinfeld in an English writing class in college, so fuck it. Yeah, and Portal's way more accomplished piece of design than that we watched, not to, uh, not to take take it away from we watched Monty Python and the, the quest for the Holy Grail in physics oh god I can't keep track because of all of the, the things cow flinging that, that we had to watch because of everything in physics because of the airspeed of an unladen swallow yes <laughs> sure well oh. African or European I don't know I don't know Joe Hill is following in the steps of his father, Stephen King, and making the transition Hollywood. His book, Heart Shaped Box, is already being developed into a big-screen thriller by Neil Jordan. Mandalay Pictures has optioned his upcoming novel, Horns. However, in February, it was rumored that Alex Kurtman and uh, Roberto Orsi were developing a big-screen adaptation of the graphic novel Lock and Key for DreamWorks. Turns out that it wasn't actually a movie adaptation after all, but instead a television series. Vulture.com has learned that Steven Spielberg is involved, and Alex Kurtzman and Robert Roberta Orsi are working with writer-executive producer Josh Friedman of the Terminator, Seraconical Chronicles, and War of the Worlds on the project. They have a television deal with 20th Century Fox, so the series will likely end up on one of the Fox stations with a DreamWorks television banner producing. Is it any good? Well, in case those out there who didn't see my Ugly Couch Show episode featuring Lock and Key... It tells of Key House, an unlikely New England mansion with fantastic doors that transform all who dare walk through them, and home to a hate-filled and relentless creature that will not rest until it forces open the most terrible door of them all. Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) At the 2009 Eisner Awards, Lock and Key was nominated for Best Limited Series, and Joe Hill was nominated for Best Writer. Did you know that that's the secret of Lock and Key? Is it? I I haven't read the second book yet. It's because it rhymes with Oprah Winfrey. No, Lock, yes. So it's, it's no, that's not true. It's the rap, but that sounds really good. Um, you should be a writer. It sounds like oh boy, 
I am a writer. It was a great comic he's book. Been, one of yeah, my favorite of last he's year. Been working on. I wrote the working. alphabet on your mom last night oh. with my tongue. <laughs> hey, um, he's been working on a stage play for like twenty years. <laughs> Not twenty. I'm gonna write it this goddamn boat trip. I swear. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna so, finish uh, it off. Brian, how's that novel coming along? We'll see. Is there a relationship protagonist there? We'll be learning some lessons before it's all over. I want to see some progress reports from you on it's that. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Well, I'll tell you this much too. I'm gonna borrow Jelly. Uh, we're doing a Yum Yum show reunion okay. show. I'm gonna do a ventriloquist act for my wait, single. Wait, wait, oh, you're doing a Yum Yum reunion show on the boat? No, the fourth of September, Saturday. Oh, there it is. Fourth of September. Here? Yum Yum yeah, show here. reunion. Yeah. How come I'm just now finding out about it? Because it just now got solidified yesterday. It's oh. happening at the Erotic Heritage Museum, everyone. What? Are yes. you serious? Yep. That's where it's happening. Brilliant. Uh, the Insurgo Theater has a uh, secondary stage there, and that's where we were I didn't know there was performing. a stage in there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Knowing us after There's a stage, all right. Of course, all yeah. the performers are wearing their cock rings. Well, whatever. <laughs> They're all wearing S&M masks. You have to make concessions. Buddy, I perform in the back of a... Of a gay fetish shop all all the time anyway. It's all good. And you also do comedy. I do. I do. <laughs> J. Alex Haldeman and Ariel J. Feldman managed to hack a touchscreen voting machine to play Pac-Man, all without breaking the machine's tamper evidence seals. Really? Quote, the original election software used the PSOS Plus embedded operating system. We reformatted the memory card to boot DOS instead. Update, yes, it can also run Linux. Challenges inc- included remembering how to write a config sys file and getting software to run without logical block addressing and a math coprocessor. The entire process took three afternoons. Mm. So, huh. yeah. So, voting machine, Pac-Man, easy, done. Nice. Yeah, it's not as bad as the guy in India that, uh, that got arrested for de- demonstrating that the voting machines were, were, were vulnerable. The, sa- the exact same machines, the e-voting machines. Yeah? He's yeah. arrested for it? He got arrested for it and hasn't... Uh... You showed the truth! <laughs> well, apparently, the re- supposedly the reason he was arrested was that only the state and the counties and the area were allowed to possess these machines. Ah, I see. And they, and they want to know them. how he had the machine to demonstrate on television that the machines were vulnerable. You can get anything you want to get your hands on, people. Well, yeah, that's true. true. In India, if I you've got tank. enough money, you can get whatever you want. Well, it's a, it's a terrible thing. In India, <laughs> they punish you hard, you know. It's yeah. a it's a it's a very it's a very difficult. Uh, they make you so, eat the food. Well, it's a, there's that, and it's a difficult society. You know, it's hard to rise up the ranks. This is true in, in Indian society. Here we and go. this guy, this guy got severely punished. They broke both his legs. Oh yeah. And now he's in a lower caste. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Why and do that's we indulge it. him? <laughs> that's uh, it for Week in Geek, which God. can only mean big list. Please big list take time. us to the big list. Just yes, cut his mic when he starts going <laughs> off like that. And then hit him. Hit him. Actually, lower cast, everybody. No. Lower cast. No. I'll sign his lower no. cast. This time it's not one big list, but a few small lists. Okay. All right. So the first big list... Six things Brian Singer revealed about X-Men First Class from Blaster.com. Okay. okay. Here's some of the things one. we learned. It's the 60s. Okay. The movie set in the 1960s. John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. are still alive and on the national stage. We'll see Xavier and Lenshire when they both first meet and make plans for a happy, healthy relationship between humans and mutants. So they'll all be in their yellows and blacks, huh? Uh, Xavier will have his full head of hair and standing on his own two feet, although apparently we see how he ends in a wheelchair. Uh, Second thing, this is not the real first class. 
We won't see the first class of X-Men from the comics, Cyclops, Iceman, Angel, Jean Grey, Beast, Beast. Oh. at least not all of them. A young Beast is in the movie, as is Cyclops' brother Alex Summers, a.k.a. Havoc, but Cyclops himself and Jean are nowhere to be found. Third, the Hellfire Club will be open for business. Huh. As hinted right. with the inclusion of characters Emma Frost and Sebastian Shaw... I didn't think Emma Frost was that old. The Hellfire Club, a longtime antagonist of the X-Men, will play a major role in the story. I didn't think Emma Frost was that old in the comics. I, she's not. I think she just... I, well, I think she's one of them, like, temporal displaced type people. Honestly, I have no freaking clue. But she's, she's been an X-Men forever. Whatever. She can turn her whole body to diamonds, so I don't think she ages too much. Since the Claremont days. She's certainly young and hot at Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> Who else will be in the movie? Singer confirmed that most of the cast and characters listed so far are accurate, which means we've got uh, Moira McTaggart, Darwin, Banshee, Mystique, and Azazel, in addition to the ones already mentioned. But the singer says to expect a few more characters that haven't been announced yet. Next, the look is Bond, James Bond. Oh, nice. In conjunction with the 60s setting, Singer says that Vaughn has been inspired by the James Bond movies for the technology of the film. The, com- the costumes will have a far more comic book style than we've seen before, probably in line with the groovy fashions of the time. Hmm. And finally... The yellows and blacks. Exactly. And the mutants will go global. The story kicks off at Oxford, where Xavier is attending school, and most of it takes place in the UK and the United States, but the movie will visit the Soviet Union, along with several other locations, put it all together, and uh, this was a, from an interview with Harry Knowles, and Knowles concludes we'll be getting a Silver Age Marvel story on the screen for the first time. That's cool. Yeah, that's mm. uh, But cool. one thing for sure, First Class is abandoning the continuity of the first three movies, which Wolverine kind of did anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, Barf. I'm kind of. Uh, I heard uh, January Jones is going to play Emma Frost. Yeah, that'll work. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'll work. work just fine. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, from Mad Men. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Next up has to do with Piranha 3D. Oh boy. It has uh, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes with 28 reviews filed. And uh, people... Uh, yeah, people are liking it, I guess. Yeah, people are really enjoying this. I, th- this uh, Movies.com calls it the Citizen Kane of Killer Piranha movies. <laughs> How many Killer Piranha movies Is it made by there? the same people who did Descent? It gets that, I get that vibe from it. Maybe, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. Well, comedian actor Paul Shearer, who is featured in the film, believes the movie should be watched as an interactive comedy experience uh, like The Room or Rocky Horror. Okay. And has constructed a list of rules for anyone who watches the film. It's kind of like a drinking game sure. of sorts. This is Paul Shearer's rules for watching Piranha 3D. Okay. All right? So if you go, this is what you do. All right. First, applaud every time Christopher Lloyd comes on the screen. <laughs> I do that anyway. Second, high five the person next to you every time you see boobs. Nice. Do that anyway. Third, whenever Ving Rames does something badass, yell, fuck yeah, Ving. <laughs> Four, throw Swedish fish at the screen every time someone dies uh, <laughs> with 500 deaths. That's got to be tough. Oh, bring wow. multiple bags. You got to bring bags and bags of Swedish fish. <laughs> Five, dance along with the underwater naked 3D ballet. Yeah, the movie has one of those. I want to see this. Number six, do a shot of an alcoholic beverage, which you snuck in, every time a character in the movie drinks. Uh, seven, when you see a CGI penis, exclaim, It ain't his penis! <laughs> and finally, fill the movie theater with water for the last 20 minutes of the movie and have your own spring break. Underwater what? Ballet. Underwater ballet. naked ballet. Naked ballet. ballet, 3D. Sold. 
Sold. <laughs> I want to go see this film in the theater now. I say we do it. I, ha- I hear amazing things about this do movie. It. I hear it's just fun, fun, Let's do fun. it. Let's do it. Love it. I only got a couple weeks left. The yeah. Ugly Couch Show presents... And finally, I don't know if you caught the story, but the Rock Band 3 set list got leaked. Oh, did it? Uh, During the big game convention in Germany, Mm -hmm. they were doing presentations and quickly uh, scrolling the list to show how long it was. Yeah. Well, some enterprising uh, video uh, person slowed it down down and took piece by piece (laughs) and and then exposed it to the world. Now, I will say Harmonix did a wonderful thing (laughs) in their response. Uh, like the day after it got posted, mm-hmm. they created this video, uh, two of the people from Harmonix uh, standing in front of Rock Band 3 saying, listen, we realize that a, a leak of sorts have happened or what you think are the Rock Band songs that are coming out uh, until Harmonix says it's the official song. Do not believe the things you see because there's things that haven't been revealed yet. There's things that are supposed to come out over time. What you see may not be what you get. However, over this roughly two minute rant they are slowly scrolling the song list behind them on a video screen of every single song in rock band three that's funny those guys are awesome brilliance so as we've done in the past with uh rock band style games uh, guitar hero games i have the list right here all right so we'll quickly go through them and give me kind of a yay or nay all right. As to what you think about this, all right, there's a lot of them on here, well, but we can do it quick. because we got the keytar action coming up. That's right. So keep in mind, this involves, you know, more instruments and pro mode. All right. So it's a, it's a more well-rounded game. Yes, yes. Does the, do these songs do it for you? Let's hear it. All right. Hey, out there, play along. Yay or nay? Number one, Amy Winehouse, Rehab. Nay. Anthrax, Caught in a Mosh. Yay. yay. At the drive-in, one arm scissor. Yay! Ooh. Yeah, it's a good one, actually. I have no idea who that is. They're old group produced by the Beastie Boys. Hard thrash, good stuff. That's a good. Avenged Sevenfold, Beast and the Harlot. Nay, no. I actually kind of like that one. B fifty two, Rock Lobster. Yay! Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. Yay! Big Country in a Big Country. Yay! What? No, really? That's one of the. No. That's one of that's the a... best guitar riffs in any song <laughs> from the eighties. <laughs> 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 Don't say nay, say no, because we can differentiate it. I got a feather and I tickled my friend's butt. He said, hey, what are you doing with that feather on my behind? (laughs) What? That's that's the actual lyrics. Yay, if only Paul sings it every time he goes on. Tickle my fanny with a feather now. When I take a shit, I will poop on a feather. The feather you're tickling my ass with. (laughs) This, this would be the moment that you cut his mic, like I was talking about. Nope, can't do it. Listen to this song about pooping and feathers. All right, yeah, so we can differentiate yes or no. I cut no a yay or the nays. other day, a feather shot out. <laughs> yes, yes or no. Over my bedside. <laughs> Next up. Ready. Blondie, Heart of Glass. Yay. Yes. Bob Marley and the Whalers, get up, stand up. Yay! The Bronx, false alarm. Uh, I don't know that one is. I don't know that one either. That is weird, huh? We're all pretty music-y. Yeah. We don't know that one. Chicago, 25 or 6 to 4. Yes. Yes. No. No one over here. No, I don't like all the old stuff. The Cure, just like heaven. Yes. Yes. That's a stripper song. (laughs) David Bowie, space oddity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Deep Purple, smoke on the water. No. No. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. Def Leppard, Foolin'. Yes. yes. No. Yes. No. I've been anxious for Rock of Leopard. Ages is all I want. Foolin'. Yeah, more? Rock of Ages is all I want. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Foolin'. Devo, whip it. Yes. yes. Sure. Dio, Rainbow in the Dark. Sure. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a very begrudging yes. Yeah, I guess. Uh, dire Straits, Walk of Life. Yes. No. No? Oh, yeah, I like that one. I don't like Dire Straits. Doobie Brothers, China Grove. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that one. Mm. The doors break on through. Uh, sure, yes. yeah, everyone likes yeah. that one. Uh, Dover, King George. I no, don't know it. Didn't know it either, actually. Echo and the Bunnymen, The Killing Moon. Sure, yeah, sure, I like that not? one. Yeah. Elton John, Saturday Nights, All Right for Fighting. No, yes. no, no, no. no. I, I, so many other better. Yeah, there's so many other John better John songs than that one, and that one's certainly not my favorite. It is anyway. one of his biggest. Played, I don't consider that rock. Most played. Well, well, I want Nikita. Now, keep, Nikita is where it's at. Keep in mind that with the addition of the keyboard, you're going to go into pop. That's yeah. just the way it is. Uh, Faith No More, Midlife Crisis. No. Yay! Yes. Worst band I like the, ever. Come on. I ever. 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 <laughs> and a feather tickles me in my butt. <laughs> Who got the feather here? And stuck Just it on my butt. <laughs> Filter, hey man, nice shot. No. Boo! Yes. Boo! Boo! Boo. Yes. Hate them. I like that they song. Suck so you like, much. That I like that song? I do. I, I, I really hate them do. so like much. Ooh, I hate them so much. Why, why the iron? Why the Because, because. Hey, it could have been take a picture. True. No. No, thank you it's, on that one. Uh, what's his name? Patrick. What's his name? Yeah. The lead singer? Yeah. Okay. Neil lead Patrick singer. Harris. No, it's not Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, Patrick. It's Robert Patrick's. Brother. Brother. Is it? Yeah, what's his name? I had no idea. Mr. Patrick. Oh, fuck it. I can't, why can't I remember his name? Whatever his name anyway, is. Anyway, Scott Patrick or something. He used to be in Nine Inch Nails, the little yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And he basically stole all Trent's good ideas and went off and did his little, hey, I can play with him. Wait, 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 wait. Trent Reznor has good ideas? Oh, buddy. Oh, oh buddy, no. Wow. wow. Slow really? down. <laughs> Slow down. Hold the phone. Slow down. Trent Reznor is the best ever. <laughs> Best ever. At being a terrible musician. Oh, my God. Oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> the Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Yay! Robots Part 1. That's a good one. Yeah, that song. That's a fun one. Foreigner, Cold as Ice. Yes. Yeah. 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 Golden Earring, Radar Love. Hell Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Him, Killing Loneliness. No. no. I don't know that I like one, no actually. Him. I know I like him, him, but I don't know that one. I know him. I don't want him. Don't Huey want Lewis him. in the News, The Power of Love. Yes. Yeah. Hypernova, Viva la Resistance. I've never know. heard of it. Either. Hey, yeah. do you think that it automatically goes into, that the, the chords will automatically catch on fire if you get 88 notes in a row on power low? <laughs> You're an yes. Idiot. It better fucking do that shit. Yes, and you a go, DeLorean better squeal through the screen. And immediately it goes back to Rock Band 1. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> no, it would be the awesome. Uh, awesome. Attention harmonics. There's your fucking killer app. No. <laughs> Don't listen the to him. The fucking chords catch fire. A DeLorean speeds across the screen, and suddenly it's replaced with the original Rock Band 1 fonts. That'd be <laughs> dope as shit. Finish out the song in Rock Band 1 style. Uh, oh. Ida Maria, oh my God. Huh? I don't know, I don't that, know that one at all. Uh, in excess, need you tonight. Yes. Yeah. Jay Giles Band, Centerfold. Yes. No. Definitely. No. Who's the no? Oh, yeah. Barry Barry. was the no because Barry's <laughs> a tool. Anyway, continue. James Brown, I got you. I feel good. Yes. Yeah. Jane's Addiction, been caught stealing. Yes. yes. 
Jimi Hendrix Experience, Crocs Down Traffic. Yes, sure. Yes. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, I Love Rock and Roll. Yay. John Lennon, Imagine. Oh. Yes. Why not? Because it's pr- not rock. But it's piano. Uh, it belongs. It belongs. This is the piano stuff. That's like a ballad. That should be in the Beatles rock band, but whatever. It's not a ballad, but it, it is piano. and it It's has definitely drums. piano heavy. That's cool. That's a good song. Boo hiss. Juanes, Mi Amora. Who? I actually have heard some Juanes. He's a he's a uh, he's a Mexican Mexican musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, his stuff's pretty good, but I don't know this song. Uh, Leonard Skinner, Freebird. Yeah, you kinda why not? Have to. You kind of have to. Yeah, surprised they haven't had it before now. Mania, Oy Mi Amor. Don't know that one. Yeah, that's another Spanish one. Uh, Marilyn Manson, The Beautiful People. Yay. Yay. No. Yeah. Back Yay. when he was half no. worth shit. You're that a, album, that was the last really know. good one because that was that's produced true. by Trent Reznor. Is that why? Yeah, it's yep. basically a Nine Inch Nails album. I, I just Superstar. lost all interest in Marilyn Manson really quickly after he hit the scene. And just, I don't know, it's just like, eh. Well, it has he been diminishing really, returns, I will say some that. some really good stuff. It's just, lately, he's been <clears throat> terrible. His last two albums are unlistenable. Well, yeah. he just said he's not putting any more music into the world right now. Huh? That's what he, that's, and that's the last that's thing best for us all, maybe. He hasn't been doing that for and ten years And Beautiful People <laughs> isn't original, it's just a remake. He's got a couple interesting He's got a couple songs. really good pieces, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Anyway. Metric, Combat Baby. Who? I don't know that. Uh, I've actually kind of gotten into Metric lately. It's pretty good. Female mm-hmm. friend of band. Uh, the Muffs, Outer Space. Never heard of that one. that one. Night Ranger, Sister Christian. Hell yes. yeah. yeah. Who had to know? Who had to know? That would be no, cool. I said cool. Oh, that's okay. A, that's oh. a karaoke staple. No, without a doubt. And you get to play the keyboard part. Damn straight. Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. No. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Paramore, Fuck Miss you, you're Ozzy hating. <laughs> I'm not Ozzy hating. Well, okay, a little bit. On yeah. the board. It's all just simple. And I, I, I. Oh, I hate that part. classic Ozzy, That's a great though. part. That's a terrible part. Now they just need to come up with a, um, a peripheral for that little woodblock thing that you hit that goes... Well, you can go to your, your local music store and get that for your own home thing. You should, you should have that live sound. I want to be able to plug it into the USB so I can, so it can be play just that one song. And you can hit that fail <laughs> on it and get that just wrong. You have to get it just right. I got a fever and the only cure is more rattling weird stick thing. <laughs> Paramore, Misery Business. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'm not I familiar like with that one from I Paramore. I like that one. That's I one of like my it. favorites from that. But hey, if the lead singer keeps posting naked pictures of herself on the internet, Wait, when not? did this happen? She's not <laughs> posting naked pictures of herself. Quick, <laughs> to the internet. You didn't catch this story? No, this is like isn't. a couple of months old. Apparently, she, uh, on Twitter, accidentally posted the wrong picture, realized it right away, and deleted it. But as we all know, being a redundant uh, information uh, it's transfer system that the internet is, it's out there. It's on Egotastic. Go look. It well, is, it is definitely I, her. Well, Come on. Gentlemen, we have an appointment. She, uh, <laughs> we have an yeah, appointment she, with she, the internet. She's like, no, we, I deleted saying, it. What are we doing after this, gentlemen? Now we know. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> no. uploaded it from her phone, realized it, deleted it, but, you know. All right. Sweet cool. beans. As yeah, everybody we'll knows, that. once it's out there in the electronic landscape, it's there forever. Fish. Llama. Boo. Yeah. I like fish, but I'm not familiar with that one. I'm not either, but I'm not big on fish. I, I, I can't stand fish, and those people that follow them around that don't wash. Well, that's that's the ska scene anyway. Ska? ska. I'm not ska. Uh-huh. No, they're not ska. Damn, that's man. the dirty, You're thinking smelly, real big fish. hippie scene. Oh, okay. Real big yeah. fish is yes. fine. Fit, fish, fish is the one that took over for oh, Grateful okay. Dead. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phoenix, Sorry. Lasso. Yeah. Yes, Phoenix is good. I, like I, don't, I don't know them. 
at all. The police don't stand so close to me. Sure. Yeah, why not? Pony hoax. Antibodies. Who? I don't oh, know. No clue. Pretty girls make graves. Something bigger, something brighter. Don't know it, but I like the name Sounds of the Sounds interesting. Primus. Jerry was a race car driver. Oh. Eh, done to death, that song, but what are you going to do? Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. No one knows. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Romstein, du hast. Yes! <laughs> yes! I was going to say yes to oh, that. I'm yes. going to say no because I think you could do better songs from them. Well, Something that, uh, songs that, you know. I want Lost Keys, Blame Hoffman, but it'll never happen. Well, Barry, the, Barry wants that. What, what, the, you have a pussy, I have a dick. That's the problem. I got a dick. Let's get together. Is that what it is? Something like Let, that. Let's go and fucking. I can't remember the hell this. I just let's remember have, the pussy. Let's have sexes. So what's the problem? I've got the feather. <laughs> you've got an ass. Let's get to tickling. <laughs> the Ravenettes, Last Dance. I don't like the Ravenettes. I don't know who those are. Uh, Rilo Kylie, Portions for Foxes. Ooh. Sure, oh. whatever. I, I actually like they're, that song. They're all right. She, uh, she was the girl that was the uh, female lead in The Wizard starring Fred Savage. Oh, my God. That she, girl? That Rilo Kylie, uh, she's the lead singer of that band. How do you know oh, that? They're super it's hipster, ridiculous. indie wow. craziness. Dude, you have no idea the ridiculous things he and I know. Riverboat Gamblers, Don't Bury Me, I'm Still Not Dead. Uh, I like the name. Yeah. yeah. My chances. Very we'll serpent in the rainbow. Rock Set, The Look. No. <laughs> no. No. Capital N, capital O. Oh, come on. It was 80s pop. What are you going to do? Not listen to it. Late 80s, early 90s. I'm looking, looking like skip a it. bomb. I'm never going to play it. <laughs> looking like a bomb. Slipknot. Carrying a feather. Tickling my ass. Slipknot. Before I forget. I like no, that song a lot. I, I like it Slipknot. too. Bring that fucking song. I... I wanted to get into them, but they're too retardulated. They're too you retardulated. Think? There's there's a few songs in there that really capture yeah, me there's well. A, there's a few really psychosocial great songs is there, amazing, but there's but but it's just it's too yeah. Overall, they they don't they they're not cohesive. That, man, not, that album, not a fan of that band. One of the only period. albums, only only one or two Bob, songs that are fun. Bob Bob Rock, Bob Rock actually touched and didn't fuck up. So yeah. <laughs> Smash Mouth, Walking on the Snow. No, no. <laughs> no. Done yeah, with that shit. That's a good keyboard this, part for it. Yeah, that's, that's probably why it's in there. The Smiths, Stop Me If You've Heard This One Before. Hooray. Yay. Yeah. The Sounds, Living in America. Who? I'm not sure. Really. Mm. Is that like a remake of... No. no. Space Hog, In the Meantime. Oh, I don't Ooh. like them no. at all. Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. Yes. No. no. Stone Temple Pilots, Plush. <laughs> No. No. Overdone. I don't know. Swing and utters this bastard's life. I have no <laughs> idea. No clue. T-Rex, 20th Century Boy. No. No. That's a good song. Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule yes. the World. Yes. Of course. Keyboard. Damn straight. <laughs> Tegan and Sarah, the con. Yep. I don't who? know who those are. They're hot little twins. Yep. Okay, then yes. And they're also former Doctor Who companion names. Uh, them Crooked Vultures, Dead End Friends. Who? Nerd, uh, right here. That's a... That's uh, Jack White's. Oh, no, no, not Jack White. No, uh, it's, uh, no. it's one of Dave Grohl's side projects. Yeah. Oh. It's him and, yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard him. Tokyo Hotel, Humanoid. Who? I don't, I don't know, know that who one. they are. I don't know that one. Uh, was, uh, so one of the guys that used to be involved in dancing is on that? Or, uh, I can't Tokyo settle Hotel? down, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, I Need to Know. I no. remember that song. Uh, yeah, I don't that's not that the one, one I would choose from there. Yeah, it's not the one I would choose and. 
I mean, okay. Run down a dream. Run down a dream. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. And uh, how about all of Full Moon Fever? Hey, no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't come around here no more. Would be a good one because of the keyboard for yes, you know, Rock Band yeah. Three. So I don't slow. Know. The vines get free. Eh, eh, too played much. out. Yeah. Played the fuck out. War, low, uh, low rider. Yes. yes. Sure, that'll yeah. be fun. Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. Yes. yes. The White it. Stripes, hardest button to button. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, great that's song. A White Snake, here I go again. No. Yes. yes. No. And the I will belt out some White Snake. Oh, God. I'm so excited, I can't contain myself. Playing this game with you is going to be hell. <laughs> the Who, I can see for miles. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Don't we already have that one? Whatever. Not that one. That one? Hmm. And finally, yes, roundabout. Yes. I'm just surprised <laughs> that the Silver Sun pickups isn't on that list as it is on every damn game, music game ever you know, anyway. Let, let me add, I, I hope they put more yes songs out there. I would like that. That would be awesome. I'd like and to hear more Silver Sun. A lot of them are keyboard centric, so yeah. why not? I'm sure they'll add what better tons, more, tons more music will be coming. Now that That's the keyboard is there, drop in a the bucket. They right can there. do whatever they need to do That's now. A drop in every bucket. song is available. Yeah. All the ones was like, no, no we more. can't do that one because it's got keyboard in it. And no more playing the guitar for the keyboard parts like yes. some bands do on stage. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's wait. it. That's the Rock Band 3 list. Cool. All right. Yay. I will be getting the crazy guitar, maybe. Uh, which one are you going to get? The one with all the buttons or the actual stringed Fender? Oh, that's right. So, yeah, you, you got choices. One or the other, huh? Yeah. Now, the button one's going to be less expensive, but the Fender's going to be real. Just get the, you the got stream. Barry got to handle I don't, people. We haven't put this up yet. But it did, feels real. It's it, yeah. Barry got to hold the guitar peripheral for the new rock band. The stringed one. When yeah, yes. when we were at uh, at we were at Comic Con, I was behind the 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 camera leering at him. This thing feels out of jealousy. Real. Nice. It's crazy. Well, this they real. put it right back in the case after they were done. Showing it to us on Brilliant. camera, and I was very jealous. They were apparently going to show us the keyboard peripheral, but you know, time got away yeah, from us, yeah. so we didn't get that on camera. But next time, that's cool. There, there's not going to be a next time. I know there's not gonna be a next time. <laughs> well, we'll have to do it. We'll have to do an unboxing. But there will be a next time for this show because that's all there is for time for this show. So. Uh, I am Master Dorgo. Doctor Vlarg. This podcast is Batman. <laughs> and he's Jeff. And uh, tune in next week for another Week in Geek on Couchcast. We get to talk about Paul's bung. Okay. We Tickle with a feather! Tickle with a feather! Tickle with a feather! And a treat comes out! A treat comes out! A treat comes dancing out! I like it. Tickle with a feather! And a treat comes dancing! A stinky, horrible treat comes dancing out! (laughs) A greasy, stinky, horrible, nasty, feather-covering treat comes out! from? From my brain! Sounds like a Trent Reznor song. From my crazy brain! What is it? Was you and Trent Reznor? No, I'm just making it up, you (laughs) dummy! Nothing wrong with Trent Reznor. Dig it with a feather! And a treat comes out! Feather on the ground.